And it's got this new lip gloss. Swatch it. Swatch it. Swatch it. Well, then. Like a mob color. That should get 3 million likes on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I need a Milani PR package. Okay, remember last time when there was a random thumbs up? Oh, yeah. I was going to say something about that, too. I was going to see if I could trigger it. Because apparently it's like suggested reactions. I was talking to my friend and like her mom FaceTimed her. And she like did something and like a random like something happened. She was like, how did that happen? It was like fireworks in the background. She's trying to get it to happen. Yeah. It's an Apple thing, I think. Because on my toolbar at the top, I have like a green little FaceTime icon. And I clicked it and it says reactions. Anyway. Yippee. Let's go to the mall. Let's go to the mall. Wait, so true. I think we were like. Our age is like, like just uh, just a tad too young to like have been going to the malls to like hang out with friends and stuff. I don't think my mom would have let me just like drop me off at the mall when I was like twelve or thirteen, just to like hang around for a few hours. I think that was not allowed. When we were that age, malls had already started falling off anyway. Yeah, that's true. Which I can get into. I have like a little history of. The American Mall. <laughs> Should I just get into it? Yeah, go right yeah. ahead. Give us okay. your thoughts. So the United States' first fully enclosed indoor mall opened on October 8th, 1956. It was called Southdale Center, and it was in the suburbs of Minneapolis. And it had shops, fountains, art installations, a courtyard, and even a bird sanctuary, which would love to figure (gasps) out what that is. It was designed by Victor Gruen, who was an architect who up until that point had been known for designing boutiques and storefronts, which I think is important to the aesthetics that were shown during that time and pretty much the article that I read argued that that was the perfect time for the birth of the mall because of the creation of the interstate highway system allowing the suburbs to grow rapidly and people had more money to spend post World War II and then a quote from the article by 1960 there were 4500 large shopping complexes in the US meaning an average of at least 3 new shopping centers had opened every day since 1956 in 4 years an average of 3 malls <laughs> opened a day that's so crazy and then i thought this was kind of funny but the 1970s brought about another new invention which was the food court the first one opened in new jersey actually it was the paramus park mall in 1974 and the idea of it was that it would be a place for teenagers to safely socialize and also another way for mall owners to make more money, which I think is so funny for the 70s because you know everybody had the munchies. So it's like, yeah, everyone was going to go pull up to the food court and buy something to eat. And then by the mid-1970s, 33% of all U.S. retail sales happened at a mall or shopping center. And by the 80s, that number had grown to 52%. And then obviously, For me, at least, thinking about mall culture, I heavily associate it with the 80s. And so in the 80s, the mall was where teenagers would hang out and people would meet up for dates. And the article also talked about how music and movies kind of glamorized the idea of going to the mall with your friends. And then as one-stop shops like Walmart or Target started becoming more popular, malls sort of declined because it was just easier for people to go to those one-stop shops instead. And also people started buying things from catalogs and as seen on tv products and then the 2008 recession hits mall vacancy rates soared and then by 2009 there were dozens of dead malls across the country by the time we were 
preteens and teenagers in 2013, mall visits during the holiday season had dropped by 50%. And by 2017, 7,000 retailers, most of them department stores, had closed their doors. And the argument to that was the mall kind of failed at that time because the middle class began shrinking and people could just so easily shop online instead of going out to the mall. But weirdly, in 2019, also in New Jersey, there was a super mall that opened up called American Dream, which was a three million square foot mega mall. And like almost immediately after it opened, the pandemic hit and they had to shut down and they still haven't fully recovered post COVID. And it was supposed to be people thought it would be like the second coming of the Mall of America and it would revitalize mall culture. And then the pandemic kind of halted that but that's a brief overview my god thank you that was that was really good that was beautiful i should probably cite this article it was a business insider article written by avery hartman's the point of contention recently is like the fact that the mall is dying which we've been saying over and over again like for the past 10 years that the mall is dying and yeah, I think the numbers show that. I did read an article from CNN that said that post-pandemic, that foot traffic in malls has been up. And I think that's because the freedom of being outside again gives people the idea that maybe the mall is a good place to go and spend some time. But I feel like in the future that will probably go down again. Like, I feel like that sort of resurgence will fall off pretty fast. But I think the mall, mall culture itself hasn't been revitalized, but like, the mall in culture has is still pretty interesting to people because I think not to connect this to the back rooms, but malls are very back roomy, especially dead malls when they're full of empty stores or stores that are just kind of like random artisan shops or like smoke shops or things like that. Like people aren't really going to go to the mall for a smoke shop. They're just there because it's retail space. That's just super interesting for people right now, especially since, I don't know, a lot of malls kind of keep... Since they've been built like in the mid-century, with the mid-century aesthetic in mind, they have this very like, um, like fluorescent lighting also. And certain forms of media, like we put in the Google Doc that Stranger Things, which I've never watched, but one season takes place. That's my favorite season. <laughs> I love that season. It's so good. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And people are being nostalgic with mall culture in general just like the way they experienced it in the early 2000s like especially like emo kids who were emo in high school like I think like are being nostalgic around their experience hanging out with their friends in malls I remember seeing a video of Bernie Sanders when he was the mayor of Burlington Vermont talking to mall goths and he just interviewed them and just asked them about their lifestyle and he was just like so chill with them and it was just like such a cute little video i love that yeah we put down our lip like hot topic is just like a mall store and will forever be immortalized as a mall store i think spencer's too spencer's too i never went into it because it scared me i hated the smell of spencer's yeah like, it's kind of weird it's very <laughs> plasticky yeah it has the same scent as spirit halloween true i have one that always takes up an old sears lot sears was the first thing to go at my local mall mm. and there was supposed to be some like mega arcade that was going to get put into it but then the pandemic happened and nobody wanted to take the retail space there's two malls that are the closest to me that i've gone to like my whole life and one of them is pretty dead but it recently has like 
one of those like arcade bowling alley combinations amusement attractions have like moved in there and then also like a trampoline park slash like parkour course has moved in there with like go-karts like those types of things have moved in there same with like around one moved into the other bigger one so it's like I don't know. I think they're trying to like get people to go back to the mall through there, but it's like those are expensive. Part of the appeal to the mall used to be you would just go and sit there and hang out with your friends. And then the article it said like between 2010 and 2013 there was like a severe drop during the holiday season. And I think that's interesting how that almost directly correlates to when social media started getting a greater presence. People started interacting on social media and that's how teenagers were getting interaction. They didn't have to go to a place to hang out with their friends anymore. Yeah. They could easily communicate with them. I think a lot of people thought that the mall was dying because of like increase in online shopping and stuff. I mean, there's probably data that shows there's a direct impact on the decrease in interest in malls, but like there's less of a need for physical spaces for like teens to hang out because there's so many digital spaces for people to meet and hang out and talk about their interests and things. I think that's why they're trying to get these like arcades and there's like a glow in the dark mini golf thing at my Oh my god, mall. I actually fuck with those things so like hard. That. But I think they're <laughs> trying to revitalize the socialization aspects of the mall by having that sort of thing to get people to go to the mall. But you didn't have to spend money to be social at the mall. It didn't used to be yeah. that way. Now it's like if you want to go to the mall and be social, you have to do this activity, but you have to pay to do this activity instead of just going and I guess borderline loitering around the mall with your friends. Yeah, I saw... This is so, I'm going to like sound so Gen Z right now, but I saw a TikTok of someone talking about a video essay that they watched that was talking about how there's just been like a decline in public spaces, specifically for teenagers in the United States. And I feel like part of that is because we just kind of communicate on social media. And I think like the only public space that we have nationwide that anybody can just pull up to and hang out at for free without spending any money at all is a public library but you can't mm. really go there and hang out with your friends yeah you can't be loud malls were busy enough where you could like be reasonably loud without like actually causing a disturbance and you could walk around this article from cnn which i will also say is written by eva rothenberg and the whole claim of this article is that the u.s mall is not dying because of like statistics that have shown the increase in foot traffic post the pandemic in a lot of malls which has been like considered to be a success because capacity is up and one of the other things they said about like why the mall's not dying is that the increase in online shopping oh my god I accidentally opened steam sorry one second <laughs> you did that last time too right? you know I keep act like because I'm trying to click open zoom between my chrome and steam is right next to my zoom icon and my arm twitches and i accidentally click it anyways sorry it's <laughs> so annoying i left that bit in for last, the last episode because i felt like it added lore <laughs> <laughs> yeah but another thing was because of online marketing in general like has actually allowed retail stores another outlet for them to market their products so that's just like another reason for people to actually go to the store and buy stuff but I bet this is a recent thesis of mine. TikTok shop will be oh the end. <laughs> will be like 
the nail in the coffin for the <laughs> to me that's like it's tiktok shop is literally timu like they're the same thing it works because they get the people who use like the coupons and the discounts to buy like things at really like low prices to make a video like in like to market the product they just bought so you have like non-influencers like making videos marketing these random ass products and also i've seen many videos of people like one example i have is the cosrx snail mucin skincare products it's added on tiktok shop but a lot of people have been getting fake bottles of it and i'm like oh my god i can't like i'm not gonna buy like i don't want to buy fake skincare so it's just like how many of these products are people buying that are just like mainly beauty products that this is concerned with but like you're just getting scammed at that point it's also so pyramid scheme adjacent yeah no, that's like yeah, because, because of the marketing are, exactly people are or companies are paying influencers to market it for them and they get a cut of the sale like that's literally Kind of, I mean, because it's not tiered. It's not like you're recruiting other people to also sell unless if, I don't know, people want to are inspired by it and are like, I'm going to do this too or something. But yeah. it's like, it's that same kind of multi-level marketing concept. Also, it's so annoying because every post I see on TikTok is like, or almost every post is like an ad for something on TikTok shop. And it's like, most of the things I'm like, I... I wouldn't want to buy through TikTok. Like, I'm just going to go to the website that sells it and buy it from them. But also, I mean, the only practical thing or practical use of TikTok shop, I think, is mainly for, like, small businesses who advertise on TikTok, who are selling, like, their handmade goods and things. I think I would imagine that TikTok shop is helping them get more money for their business, which I do support. Um, But everything else, like drop shippers and just like people who are selling products that are made by other companies i'm like it seems very it's smelling very scammy to me how this really small culture it just increases online shopping in general it's so prevalent now i think it is also tiktok trying to combat amazon storefronts in a way or something or try to like compete with amazon because amazon has such a tie to like influencer marketing now because of amazon storefronts and also like they own twitch too which is another influencer landmine not landmine what the fuck gold mine <laughs> same thing same thing yeah with online shopping i also think that clothing stores where it's like forever 21 h&m hollister aeropostale like all those kinds of stores super prevalent online the forever 21 in my mall like downsized like a lot and like got like went to a smaller space i mean they filed for bankruptcy so clearly things weren't going that great for them yeah i wouldn't imagine that even now like they've done much better i know they do like they did like collabs and i remember they they still are they're doing a good job of like staying in the realm of relevancy because i do still see like their ads on social media for like collabs they do because they did like a hello kitty collab or something and a barbie collab so i think maybe that's like part of their new strategy to like stay afloat and also delia's a mall store which i don't know do they exist anymore i don't think so i think they're gone i remember that i never went never got anything from there but i remember when they closed it was a big deal i think they're they're owned by like dolls kill or something okay hell no we're not shopping there i believe they basically own the rights to delia's now 
like that's how Delia's was brought back um because I remember being like really excited and then I found out that Dolls Kill is like awful so I never bought anything but yeah I think they only operate through Dolls Kill now I was just thinking about how dark Hollister was I know you can't see anything in there you'd have to pull it up so true and Amber Crombie it was all like the walls were like dark gray. Hollister was very beachy. Music super loud. Perfume in the air. It smelled good in there. Also, pretzel stores. So true and so real. Those are epic. And Cinnabon. I feel like the mall food courts always smelled like pretzels and cinnamon. If you had a Hollister and a pretzel store, you know it smelled good. Do you guys remember Justice? Yes! I was a Justice girly, unfortunately. Yeah, me too. I ate it up. Those punny shirts. You guys remember Limited 2? Yes. No. I vividly remember going to a Limited 2 and I bought a Joe Jonas keychain because nice. it was the Jonas Brothers era and I'll never forget it. I wish I still had it. But yeah, limited. it was Limited 2 initially and then they were bought by what became Justice. Oh. And then, do, does Justice still exist? Or did I don't Justice think so. close too? I think they mm-hmm. might have closed. Mm-hmm unfortunate honestly thank god justice no you know what the closing of justice i this is listen this is my thesis statement now because Mm -hmm. justice doesn't exist anymore is why all these preteen girls are not going through awkward phases they're Mm -hmm. jumping right into the fast fashion the forever 21 the makeup they're at sephora that's so true because i think when you are 13 you need to wear like a bright neon yellow like shirt and then like jean pants and then uggs like i think that's just like your uniform or like pink yoga pants and a shirt that has cartoon peanut butter and jelly on it and it says best friends with a little heart on it and like a purple and blue leopard print headband with a bow on it oh my gosh the bows claire's bows such a craze in like sixth and seventh grade at my middle school everyone was putting bows in their hair and i think it was because of sophia lucia on dance moms she did like this big sock bun on the top of her head and she would always put a bow in the bun (laughs) dance moms was so big then yeah we would literally call it the sophia lucia bun we probably like we definitely weren't the target audience for this brand it goes along with bows but like american apparel the american apparel bow that people just do like half up half down and then like a bow to secure it that's so bethany moda that's so true she would always wear a bow she loved a bow she did a collab with like aeropostle i was it okay i thought so she went on like tour i remember her like she had a tour bus with like her face on it yeah aeropostle also hit i loved aeropostle yeah i went i went from justice to aeropostle to me, it never seemed like the mall was dying because, like, I think the only time I ever actually went to the mall was during Christmas time. And of course, the mall is busy during Christmas time. And Mall Santa. True. Mall Santa. I never went to Mall Santa. I hated Santa, like, seeing Santa or any of those things. Me like, too. People. It scared the hell out of me. I was so scared. All the pictures of me and Easter. Why was the Easter bunny pulling up at the mall too? (laughs) I know. Like my parents, when I was like really, really little, took me to take photos with Santa and the Easter bunny and I'm crying in all of them. (laughs) That's so real. What else was it? Oh, Victoria's Secret slash pink. I never wanted to go into Victoria's Secret because I feel like I was not supposed to look. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's so real. That's so real. I told you about Victoria's Secret, I'd be like, (laughs) but pink I would go into because like the fold over like yoga pants that was everything to me i never went to pink i feel like pink was where like all the local girls 
at my high school would go to and I was just like honestly my not like the other girl syndrome was so pervasive that I just couldn't like it was too much for me like I was like I'm not going to pink because that's where they shop that's true they're the storefronts of pink and Victoria's Secret are very stylized it was just bright pink with a dog for some reason it's so associated with mean girls the movie yeah i read this other article from pure wow it's written by candace davidson candace davidson sorry the title of the article is if malls are dying why are we still so obsessed with them literally the the image they used with this article is like mean girls and they're all wearing pink even though they have no actual concrete connection, Mean Girls and Pink, the brand, they just like match each other so well. This article just explains we as a society, even though we don't really venture to malls, like in the way they're supposed to be experienced, I guess, we still are very obsessed with the way they impacted our lives and the way they impacted culture. Because like I said, like Stranger Things, like they did a whole season in the mall. Additionally, did you ever watch the show 16? on Cartoon Network no I didn't it was a animated show and it took place also entirely in the mall and like a lot of them worked at mall stores a lot of the interactions were just them like talking in front of this lemonade stand where one of them worked and she wore this like lemonade hat or like lemon hat wait that just reminded me of like Austin and Allie like I feel like they the music store was at a mall no and Trish was always working at different stores at the mall yeah Mm -hmm. I think that was very present in Disney the idea of going to the mall with your friends. Did you guys ever watch How I Met Your Mother? No, I never did. There was an episode where one of the main characters reveals that she was an 80s mall pop star and they watch her tape of her hit song called Let's Go to the Mall. So that song is just stuck in my head. Oh my god, there's this uh, drag queen in the Philippines who she's a Taylor Swift drag queen and she does the whole heiress to her set. At, at the, the mall? mall yeah and her name is like taylor sheesh or something and it's like so like the production value is like insane because she has like people come up and do her like be her backup dancers and stuff but also okay in relation to the article malls are just third places like they are places for teens and other people to meet and hang out outside of their house or work it was just interesting because like 16 envelopes this third party aspect or third place aspect it also kind of coincides with their work life because a lot of them work at the mall and like one of them works at a lemonade stand one of them works at a sports store and they wear like referee shirts the mall itself is very like cartoonish in general because everyone's wearing like crazy uniforms we can so easily categorize the different types of stores that are at the mall like it's very distinct and that Mm -hmm. none of them are standalone in order to survive they all have to be at this one location together while we never like really hung out at the mall it was still very like important to a lot of i guess like childhood milestones to us i got my ears pierced at the mall i remember like for my uncle's wedding i went to the mall to get like we got got, like these like little jewelry pieces or like adornments to put in my hair that's such a big memory for me because i remember like just like all these women like standing around me like trying to figure out like what the little adornments like fit in my hair and like trying that's to make that's so look... cute i know it was so cute i loved it <laughs> we put this in a doc i think we need to talk about it but like stealing from the mall we need to talk about this because this po- every episode of this podcast has been so anti-capitalist so far <laughs> <laughs> this the story times of like people getting like chased down by these like security officers on their segways yeah <laughs> 
and they're like 16 they're getting taken back into this back room and they're like embarrassed it's just embarrassing it's not even like oh my god wow my reputation's ruined it's like no you just got caught for stealing like a lipstick from claire's from claire's yeah did you guys grow up going to rainforest cafe i never went like i don't have any near me i went there for my birthday as a kid but i would tell my parents like you can't tell them that it's my birthday because i was too i didn't want the attention of people singing to me or looking at me so i would never say that it was my birthday but i would go there i loved it there and i have a magnet it says rainforest cafe and it has like a tree frog and animals on it and it has my name on it i only went there like once or twice because there wasn't any in the malls near me but like one very memorable time i went i ordered like a turkey wrap and I felt like I was poisoned like low-key like it was something was wrong with that turkey it wasn't you know top tier food it was more of you would go for the theme of it because it was a very cool restaurant I love fake looking plastic environments that are just like so artificial it's kind of ironic because it's like this is literally a fake plant plastic made environment that's like probably so bad for the actual environment and actual rainforests that are getting deforested but the vibes were so cool in there they had like fish tanks and then they had their animals in the thunderstorm would happen and I remember there they had like volcano cakes that had sparklers and they also had a pond in the front with an alligator in it and people would throw pennies into it and every so often the alligator mouth would open and I also love that smell of indoor ponds and fountains there's such a distinct chemical smell to it where it's not quite like chlorine pool water but it's not just regular water there's such a specific smell to it that's almost fake obviously it's real water but it's like processed in some way and I love that. Yeah, I do. I love that as well. Also, there's always like a consistent chill in those yeah. types of places, like the very like amusement-esque restaurants. With the architect that built the first mall, how he was known for doing little boutiques and storefronts, they tended to be very over the top intentionally because they wanted to make it fun and exciting and i think that's changed so much because now everything is capitalism gray so that should your business need to get out of that space it'll be easy to fill the vacancy to another retailer yeah like the floor isn't carpeted with like random shapes on it exactly there's not ronald mcdonald sculpted onto the front of the building or something where it's like you can't change it so unfortunate because i like the backroomsy ass mall fnaf core <laughs> really scary childhood. That's the other thing. I think for us it resonates because there's something so Y2K about it. The back rooms was just the year 2000 to the year 2005. Like we were living in it. The lack of color is like really, I think that also is what killing malls personally too. The 2016 makeup gurus and lifestyle girlies are not making extensive shopping hauls. And they always included Forever 21, Pink, and like Sephora. I wonder if it's because they don't want to brag. Yeah. I think because we're in such a eat the rich mindset. That's true. But I also think that there are people that weirdly eat it up. They love to see people flaunt their wealth. A lot of it was clothing and makeup and maybe jewelry. They would also show like, oh, this is how I would style it. Like, that's interesting to people, too. Have you guys ever watched Daria? I don't know. I don't think I have, but I've I've seen seen clips clips. of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's 
one of my favorite shows of all time i love it so much but yeah there's that one episode i believe there's a couple episodes that take place in a mall but i believe that one is from like the beginning of season one it's like a class field trip and they go to what's called the mall of the millennium i think daria premiered in like 97 so obviously right before the turn of the century and they go to this mall of the millennium and it's supposed to be this grand thing like not just stores but like what we were talking about earlier like mini golf and like a ferris wheel and shit like that obviously daria's whole stick is that she like shows no emotion doesn't care about anything so she and her friend are kind of like making fun of it the whole time but you see like how the different cliques in the high school the popular kids go crazy over one thing and like the nerds go crazy over another and they go with the intention of like the teachers teaching them about like the economy and like how to stimulate the economy by going to the mall which you learn in the episode is like the whole impetus of the mall being built to begin with is like they want these young kids to spend money but i think it's such an interesting representation of how teenagers use the mall as like a source of power even if that meant just like being rampant consumers of things that they didn't need i liked what you said about 80s mall culture and how it signified independence and financial independence from parents because i think that's a big part of it too not even specifically like the financial independence but just going out on your own and being at a place with your friends honestly it's kind of like the equivalent of like the 80s dad going to the bar like homer simpson vibes like he's going to the bar to hang out with his friends that's what the kids would do they'd go to the mall to hang out with their friends we touched on this earlier but like the last sort of wave of that was in like the early 2000s where like kids would essentially just like loiter around the mall i forget who said that but that's like the perfect word to describe it just like hanging around and like causing drama for no reason emily you mentioned earlier the american dream mall i have mad beef with the american dream mall please do tell when it first opened like we went my family and I. It sucks. It's a terrible mall. The stores are not good. There's barely any stores. The money that they make is on like all of the attractions and it's ridiculous. There's a whole ass water park, a ski, like a ski resort, I guess. Like, yeah. like snowboarding. What the hell? Yeah, there's a ginormous Ferris wheel that like sticks out of the mall. And it's <laughs> so expensive. It's $30 a person to go on the Ferris wheel. Yeah. At that point, it's just an indoor amusement park. It's not a mall. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Like, the stores themselves suck. I've been a few times since, like, if there's a particular store that I want to hit up, I'll go. But I know friends and stuff, like, they don't even go to shop. They go to, like, go to the water park. I think there's, like, a zoo. Like, literally any sort of attraction you can think of is in that mall. And it's still being built. It might have opened in 2020, if not. 2021 like officially and i remember like so much of the mall was still closed off because it's being built and that's still happening i don't know what else they're trying to put in there it's kind of sad like it's already giving like abandoned vibes in a way because like it's so massive that when you're walking around like you really don't see that many people third wave mall culture is just like basically amusement parks like (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They just repackaged it. We have, like, at least two trampoline parks and a bowling alley and, like, an arcade, like, in both of the malls. And, like, I think that's, like, probably the main reason why people actually go to those malls. Especially at night, because they're open past the mall time. I think it's a good thing for people with young kids, because aside from playgrounds, there's not really stuff that you can just go take them to on the weekend. So it's another alternative for that. But like you said, everything is so expensive. Also, hobby stores, I think. 
hobby stores in the sense of like they sell magic the gathering cards things for like D and tabletop games you know what i'm now realizing kiosks oh so true it used to be like you'd walk down the mall and you'd have to evade the hundreds of kiosks lined down the walkway but now i feel like there aren't really i haven't really seen many of those i think the kiosks at one of my malls are like completely gone it was like one kiosk they sold phone cases yeah it was always cell phone accessories also kind of exiting the food court space a lot of frozen yogurt places have gotten their own storefronts outside of the food court but still in the mall Mm -hmm. so i think that's interesting frozen yogurt is good for the social community for any mall you get to sit down and have your sweet little treat with your friends the pageantry of malls also because i remember like the random like runways they would do like fashion shows or something or like talent shows that existed a little bit into the 21st century people used to get full-on concerts by pop girlies of the 80s and all we got was a video of halsey singing in the mall Mm -hmm. we should source the title of this podcast from that somehow I feel like yeah. the mall died when Halsey sang in the middle of it. The attitude towards Halsey singing in a mall compared to like pop stars in the 80s singing at malls as a part of the tour, like definitely shows how the mall is not as important as people once experienced it as. So I think there is something to say there. Usually the people that were performing in the 80s, like the pop girlies, they weren't famous yet. Like they got famous from doing these mall tours. And so I guess... The idea of, like, going to the mall for a concert. Were they, like, free pop-up concerts, probably? Like, I don't know yeah, if probably. you have to pay to get in, because I don't know how that would work. To then just, like, running into Halsey at the mall and being like, sing for us. And then she just, like, sings for you. Like, that's so serendipitous, I guess. Mm. But also, I don't know. I guess it's the idea that you can just, like, go to the mall and walk around and, like, run into a celebrity or something. But I think that's also kind of just a test of how celebrity culture is different now than it was then. Because social media kind of has desensitized us to... But also not really, because we've developed parasocial relationships with these famous people. And it would be a public safety issue if, even with a little bit of fame, because, like, if they had, like, like social media clout, like, it it could become a public safety issue if people found out that they're performing at this mall. You guys want to hear about a celebrity encounter I had at a mall? Yeah. Absolutely. It was the last ever one that I had, and it was unplanned, like, not scheduled or anything but Fetty Wap pulled up to the mall (laughs) and in the center of the mall it's like um I don't know how to describe it it's like it's like a circle in the middle so if you're on the second floor you look down and it's the food court and so he was standing on one of the levels the higher levels and he was throwing dollar bills so it was him and like his whole crew like took up this one space in the mall and so of course like you guys were saying all these like little middle schoolers and teenagers were like mobbing him in the mall trying to get the money um that was just like (laughs) raining down (laughs) for like a solid like 10 minutes and like no one knew why he was doing this like he was just throwing money for no reason that's trickle down economics that is trickle down (laughs) economics yeah stop it right now literally yes yeah i just had to share that because it was it was mad funny and every time i go to the mall i still I tell my parents i'm like guys remember when we saw buddy walk right there and they were like paulina please like drop it. <laughs> it's, it's funny. so funny 
I know for me personally, like I hate shopping online, especially when it comes to clothes. Like I'm the type of person, like I need to feel it in person, try it on if necessary. Like I just hate buying clothes online because then I don't want to go through the hassle of like returning it and stuff. The fall of mall culture is like, it's upsetting for me personally because I'm like, I need a physical store to go to if I want to get things. But I think just the ease of buying things online, the idea of saving money, like I don't blame people for not wanting to like leave their homes to shop anymore, but it's still pretty sad I don't know there's just something about a physical store that I feel like is better I agree and there's a lot of like companies coming out with technology that like allow people to like try makeup on without having to go to the store and I would imagine it's probably the same for clothing as well which is like weird to like experience it's like also it's like how accurate is that any sort of software especially ai which freaks me out to begin with it would be such a disservice to those people who like i don't know for all i know like the girlies i support i hate their jobs but i would trust them to tell me then as opposed to like a robot that knows nothing about me and doesn't like see me physically in front of it the people at sephora like they probably do hate their job but you know they probably still love makeup even if they weren't working at sephora they probably would still be doing their makeup every day and like trying out new products and stuff and that makes their contributions to their work at like sephora or ulta like more meaningful this could be because i'm like super hungry right now but what mall staple food are you guys like ride or die for there was this i don't think i don't think it exists anymore but there was this uh chinese restaurant called fuji chen it was so good it was so fucking good and i miss it because they replaced it with that goddamn bowling alley and i'll take fuji <laughs> chen over that bowling alley every any day i think i did get cinnabon once before like i got like a drink but yeah i never really got anything at the food court and if i did it was like totally mcdonald's with my grandma <laughs> Cinnabon is very, very mall coded though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. I think I got like an Oreo shake or something. Would you rather get your ears pierced at a Claire's or have to wear Justice clothing for a month? I would wear Justice clothing for a month. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> like, that'd be everything to me. Like my neon yellow cargo pants. Like let me wear, let me wear. I feel like you could make it fun. No, oh, they are fun. They were always fun. Like the color coding was everything. It taught the kids about color theory. <laughs> <laughs> they did have like a lot of match set clothing too. I have two holes on both my ears that I got from Claire's, and they are so sensitive to like any metal. It's because they use that goddamn like gun, the piercing gun. It hurt so much i would not go through that again and when i if i do have a daughter i'm not bringing her to claire's <laughs> did you get like a free one on your birthday or am i wrong about that i don't know i never i never got my ears pierced at claire's oh my god me neither oh my god i did go to claire's a lot when i was little though i was mm-hmm. obsessed with claire's especially during the one direction era because they had every piece of merch you could think of and I loved it. I ate it up. They sell squishmallows in there. Sometimes I go and take a peek. <laughs> See what they got in the inventory. The lip smacker lip glosses they had and like lip glosses that were shaped like Coke bottles and things like that. Like ate that up. Oh, the little Coke bottle ones. I used to have those too. I had the ones that looked like a little can. It was like the Sprite can, the Fanta. Yeah. Wait, what about you guys? Would you rather get your ears pierced or wear Justice? Justice. 
I have yeah. to agree. I could work with Justice. Yeah. Claire's the piercing gun just scares me. No, yeah, it's mm-hmm. like it it is traumatizing for sure. I remember getting my ears pierced and then going see going to see G Force, the guinea pig movie. <laughs> <laughs> with tears streaming down my face. <laughs> And also, I was two chickens again. I only had one ear pierced done. That's just scared. <laughs> yeah, my second one after that gun. That's so crazy. Yeah, in hindsight, it is crazy. In hindsight, in yeah. hindsight. Yeah, you know. I mean, I was a kid at the time. Yeah, you can't help it. Yeah, I would have to take justice too, because I think there's something costumey about it where I could work with that. It's almost. I could get ripped for saying this. There's almost something Betsy Johnson about it, where it's just Wait, like so, so campy true. and colorful. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're not wrong. I would get a lobotomy done at Claire's, though. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> Discounted. <laughs> that most definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a yeah, free one they, on my birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I was going to say, they actually give free lobotomies on your birthday. Yep. <laughs> you get a punch card. That's our next girl's trip. Yep. So true. I would go. What a bonding experience that would be. The feminine experience. Lobotomies and Claire's. Should we say bye? Yeah. Bye. Bye, bye. guys. Thanks we'll for listening. We'll be back next week with a new topic that we promise won't. Actually, we'll probably still tie it back to anti-capitalism somehow. Yeah, probably. It's exciting, though. It's a good topic. I'm excited. Okay. Bye.